0: Alrighty all, I feel like it has been one long break since my last podcast. Right now, although I probably should have looked, this is what, episode 3, I think? So yeah, so I guess what have I been doing the last um, bit of time? Well, I would definitely say that part of what I've been doing is kind of reassessing, kind of retrying to figure out exactly what I want to be doing. Uh, what I want to be filming, what do I want to be photographing, what do I want to be talking about. And not only that, unfortunately, and I may have mentioned this in a previous episode, but as much as I would love to make money with my photography or this podcast or even just, you know, from YouTube or whatever, that's just not possible. And so I had actually started a new position at my company, and so that had required a bunch of my time. But a lot of what I've been doing as well was sort of like a self kind of a re-evaluation. I'd started off the year um, pretty strong. I was working on maybe doing like a weekly photograph of a waterfall. I was trying to get out and hike at least twice a week during the week. So, you know, before I would start work. And I felt like it was weird. I felt like I got to a point where a lot of that was, was about, or not really so much about, but I got to the point where I felt like I was having a daily commute again. And I'm really, you know, in this current day and age of where we are with, you know, COVID and everything else kind of rolling through our country still. I really am enjoying the work from home life. And I had been doing that pretty much the majority of through all of 2020. Actually, at the beginning of 2020, I had pretty much decided I was going to be working from home um, permanently, you know, my current job actually allowed me to do that because all the people I was working with weren't even in my state, they weren't even in this, in New England, for the majority, you know, people were like all over the world, my manager actually, you know, she was, she is, or actually rather was, was out in California, so like, all the people I interacted with, and one of the main people I interacted with is like in another country, so it was like, why am I going into the office just to get onto Zoom? totally not even related to anything to do with photography or anything like that. But to bring it all back, I was enjoying the fact that, you know, I didn't have this daily community anymore. You know, I could get up and I could start building the, the, like these new routines. And so I was like, I went kind of a little crazy beginning of the year, maybe sort of partially burned myself out because I I'd get up super early in the morning to go do these things. And at the end of the week, I was like, oh God, what, what have I done? So I basically took a giant step back. And I was like, all right, what what am I really doing here? Like, what is it, you know, what are my goals? Is my goal to do a lot of trips? And and the reason I was trying to do like, especially the, the hiking was, and I'll touch on this in a second. That's sort of like my next item here to talk about. Is to get into shape because I know a lot of the things that I want to do this summer i going to require a lot more endurance and things like that, because I want to get myself more and more in those positions to to be able to take photographs. At what expense was I really be doing that, you know? So, so anyway, so, so that's really what I've been doing, you know, a lot of self-reflection, you know, reevaluating kind of where I want to go with my photography and, and, and everything else. And doing a lot of planning as well, because I realized I hadn't done a lot of that So now that I'm in my new job position and I feel like I'm able to build these new routines now that I understand the team better, um, most of them, and they're actually all out on the West Coast, with me being on the East Coast, it actually gives me much more time in the morning than I I had before. Even though, yeah, I know I mentioned earlier, like people were worldwide, but one of them was up at like pretty much the same time I am. So I never really got that like, all right, I'm going to get on at say like nine o'clock in the morning to go do these things which would allow me to be like, do some like early morning photography. So now that I'm on this team and everything's all we're kind of a little bit more relaxed, I feel like I'm able to build and plan kind of like a lot of these ideas, you know, a lot of the ideas being, you know, what do I want to do from a hiking perspective? What do I want to do from backpacking, you know, or wildlife or anything like that? And I will say that I pretty much dropped the, the whole, certainly doing the weekly series about the waterfall. I don't know what it was. I. It, Maybe I'll return to it and maybe I'll attempt it in another year, but I had to kind of limit down to like limit, excuse me, I had to limit myself to whatever photography projects that I wanted to be essentially focusing on and everything needed to, for me, needed to have a goal, you know, a reason and a purpose. And you know, that waterfall thing, kind of cool, but not ready. It's not really my time yet to be doing that project. So again, took a big step away from that. I also cut down the amount of driving I was doing as well. So now I'm just down to like during the week I will now do on Wednesdays. uh, I get up and I hit the road like at like quarter past five to get on a trail. So at least once a week I'm getting out there and doing a a nice hike. And, you know, with the goal of being, you know, hopefully that before I start my work day that I actually could get to the top of this mountain. Why am I doing these things? You know, why am I doing things like backpacking, you know, just weekly hike, you know, during the week, I'm still going to be doing hiking on the weekends as well. I look at that as there are opportunities for myself to get out there with the camera in hand. Because if I don't leave the house, you know, those opportunities get very, very limited. If I do these trips, you know, I'm going to be more, I'm going to be put into those opportunities to take those pictures. They they think that's really my goal. And it, it becomes more about learning my gear, you know, understanding like, what do I need? to be bringing on these trips, which sort of brings me back to basically what I've been doing, like what I did at like this immediate week. And I think that's really going to be the focus of what I think these podcasts are going to be all about as I move forward is kind of like some of the stuff, the trips that I went on, not so much a photography critique or a photo critique, but basically the adventures of getting out there with a camera in hand. So this past week, I finally, after many months of planning, I finally hit my first, or not hit, but I finally took my first uh, stealth camp trip. Now this has been a long time in the making. I, you know, last year I had done Glastonbury, uh, which is a wilderness uh, located in southern Vermont, kind of like near the Bennington, Vermont area. And I had went out there last year, um, actually in the first week of November and I had spent some time, I got all the gear and I was like, "Okay, great. This is what I'm going to be rolling with." And I remember even at the house, I I remember picking up the backpack after I had it loaded and it felt like I had like two bags of cement inside there and I said, "Okay, yeah, I'm going to do 20 miles with this." And even then there was like that little voice in the back of my head that was basically going, "Oh crap, like what have you done? Like this is not right." But I still went ahead with it. I took, you know, I have the pictures on my website. If you go to like, I think the lonephotographer.com maybe slash backpacking. But either way, if you go to the main website, there's a backpacking link right there. You can click on that. And one of them is my Glastonbury. So when I was doing this trip, I was like, okay, or when I was doing, excuse me, when I was doing the Glastonbury trip, I had plans to do not only the photography, but also video work as well. So, you know, so I had my Sony out there with me. Then I was bringing out my GH5 as well to do like a lot of the video work. So imagine all that. And then, okay, well, I guess I need like 15 batteries for all this stuff. And I really wasn't thinking. I was just like, yeah, I need batteries. But really it was just a two-night trip. And it was a lack of understanding of like, how far can I get with a battery? Do I really need like six batteries for my GH5? Do I really need three batteries for my Sony? The answer is no, I really don't need that. So it was like little things like that, that would add up to like what I would call like a gear overload. And to top that all off, to talk about work for a little bit more for a second, up until that point, I probably spent like the last 10 years pretty much, you know, working an obscene amount of hours. And so I was never, not so much never given, but My work routine never really allowed myself to get out there and do more hiking and more exercising to keep myself and keep my body in shape. Sure, I would get, I'd have these like little mini bursts of like, maybe I would start running or maybe I would walk the dogs like two or three times a day, or maybe I would do a hike once a month. But at the end of the day, that just, there's no cumulative, you know, rewards or, yeah, I guess you could say a reward for kind of doing that stuff where you start building up your endurance to start doing these things. So when I come to this Glastonbury trip that I did last year, I realized that I was completely out of shape. Now I had looked up the hike and he basically said, oh yeah, the first mile or two is like the worst part. And then the last mile or two is the worst part. And then you basically spend the rest of your time, basically almost like on a ridge kind of doing, you know, two or 300 foot like elevation gains and losses along the way. And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. And so being out of shape then, having shoulders that really were not ready to be carrying equal to two cement bags. Getting out there was like, it was like hitting a wall. Now, I will say I had a great trip. I remember really enjoying it. And I knew in my mind when I got out there, because there was a lot of snow and everything on the trails, and I was the first one out there, I spent a lot of the time doing, you know, figuring out where the trail actually went versus just powering my way through, say, the initial couple miles. It was like, you know, walk a little bit, figure out what's going. Walk a little bit, keep figuring out what's going. So it was very slow going. So now I've got this weight on my shoulders, kind of bearing down. You know, I've got like I think I brought a couple lenses with me. Never mind. You know, maybe the two lenses I brought with my GH five and all the batteries. You know, that's probably what we'll say roughly five eight pounds worth of gear alone. Two different tripods. Like it was nuts. And so you're standing there, and you've just got this weight bearing down on you. And that first day, I remember, I only did like six miles. It was like a 20-mile trip I was going to be out there for. The plan was two days, so not like overly aggressive. I mean, I knew in my mind I was not going to do do like the whole trip in one night. But I remember getting out to that for after that first six miles, and it was like, oh, my God, this is not going to work. And then kind of coming back. When I came home, you know, I realized I had to make some changes, so I put all the stuff away, and I never really thought about backpacking anymore, you know, or not thought about it, but it was always in the back of my mind. But I knew I was going to do any more trips for a while. I was like, okay, I don't really want to be out there in that freezing cold weather again. So, so what do I do differently? So at the beginning of the year, I started making some spreadsheets. I'm mean, I'm a bit of a spreadsheet nerd, so I took all my took all my gear and I broke it all down, and I think. Before I finally stopped calculating, I was well over 40 some odd pounds worth of gear, which was nuts for a two-night trip. It was nuts. It was it's just like there was no reason for that. So I'd also started, you know, like, okay, if I had all this gear, now what What? What if I just want to record, you know, whatever. And so I would go through this spreadsheet and I started trimming things down. This latest stealth camp trip, I said, okay, rather than going many, many miles away and driving all this way, let's go someplace local. I had my wife drop me off which was great, was perfect, so that I knew if, you know, if stuff hit the fan, I could call her and, you know, and she could come pick me up and we could just bail really quickly without really feeling like I was super, super far away. Because if I drive, like, really, really far away, then I feel almost that much more obligated to actually complete the trip. By doing something local, a place that I'm familiar with, there was no overwhelming need to, oh my god, I gotta hike as far as I can and am I gonna make it? It was no. I was like, Get used to the gear. Do I have all the right gear? Does all the gear work? Like more of a, a safety, you know, that that feeling, the feeling of comfortableness. When I was also going through my list and starting to trim things down, my original plan had been, been like, okay, you know what? One of the things I noticed when I was Glastonbury was it was really difficult to find a place to put a tent. So I'm like, all right, how about we go hammock camping? And so I spent a lot of time cutting down weight, getting hammocks, you know, whatever. And that was the original plan right up until about a week. I was going to go on the trip when we both realized at least one of my dogs was totally like kind of acting kind of mopey. And it was sort of like, you know, we both agreed that like, I should just take her on the trip. Now she's between 60 and 70 pounds. She ain't going to no hammock. That is for sure. Last minute change of plans. I said, fine. And and she's the type of dog that wants to spread out. So it was like, and I had taken her on that glass of berry trip and it was a two person tent, but she was not comfortable in that at all. Like, If she was like, had a different type of personality, I think she would have been fine. But she's kind of like a dog that she wants to be around me. But she hates like, you know, anybody touching her or anything like that. Not from a petting perspective, but she's laying there sleeping. She wants to be spread out. And that two-person tent didn't cut it at all. So like, fine, you know, we need a bigger tent. So that means it's adding a little bit more weight. So I do some research, but I, I, I ended up getting a decent tent for her. So it was a lot of a shakedown as well, not only just for me of, okay, is this the right amount of gear, but do I have the right setup for my dog? So just quick local trip, make sure I have all my stuff, is it what I need, and what improvements do I need to make? And one of the things that I learned as well when I was on this trip, on the Stealth Can trip was, and I made a list while I was out there, one of the things is I definitely realized I, I need to bring a pad for my pup. So... So that's, you know, something I'll order before the next one. So my next shakedown trip, I think, is in maybe less than a month or so. So, you know, it was like little things like that. Other things that I trimmed down was, you know, as I learned with my camera battery, one of the things I focused on during my so-called, like, off-season self-reflection was how long does my Sony battery last? So I would start at the beginning of the week with one battery and actually realize it lasts like an entire day not tired day, excuse me, it will last an entire week. And that's, you know, not taking a lot, a lot of pictures because I don't take a super, super amount of pitches during, during the week. But I realized one battery in my Sony goes a long, long time. So again, it was little things like that to cut down on weight. You know, when it came down to the video work, I even had, I've even, at this point, had taken down like all my videos. Two things actually led to that as well. I know this is not even on my list of things I was going to talk about. But I had gotten a rather weird comment on one of my videos that was sort of like, oh, you got all your facts wrong and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, what? That's like, okay. I'm like, I didn't really think they were all 100% wrong. But because I know I'd done some research on it, but it was like little things like that. And then, so I actually at that point just took all my videos and I marked them all as private. And I said, you know what? I'm, I, I really don't know if I really want anything to do with YouTube anymore because really my focus is all been about photography. And then about two or three weeks ago, I actually got a copyright strike on one of my videos from some some like, looks like a soap opera in Taiwan that has a YouTube channel, put a claim on a music, like on, on a piece of music. And it was like, well, that's really weird because the service I was using for my mu- music was Epidemic Sound or whatever it was, epidemic, I don't know. But they provide like a license for this music. You know, you pay a fee and then that's it. And then I got hammered with one of these copyright strikes and I was just, I kind of freaked out. I deleted all my all my videos. I'm like, screw this. I'm like, I'm not going to argue with somebody who thinks they own the song. I mean, I clearly, probably could have won. Yeah, most likely. I probably could have pushed back and said, no, I don't really think this is cool. So I took down all my videos. But I realized as well, it's weird. Like I was like, but I kind of like doing the videos. Is there any kind of camera gear that I could use that's like not cumbersome, doesn't really get in my way? Because at the end of the day... It all comes down to time, which is why I was talking about work. It's like, I only have so much time in the day to devote to this because at the end of the day, YouTubing, podcasting, and my photography, none of those pays the bills. So I have to focus my time on the things that allow me to buy my gear, allows me to have a computer, have internet, have electricity, have heat, food, you know, that stuff. That's where my focus has to be. So sacrifice have to be made and i don't really want to spend like hours or weeks or whatever it takes to actually, you know, go through editing um, a video. And so i was like, well what could i use? You know, coming back to like wait. Well, i have a GoPro. And i and, and i have i think i have a GoPro Hero 7, and it's a nice little camera. It does fine, and i actually really started using that um, i think at the beginning of last year, but for whatever reasons i just just like i was overdoing it i think and i was just it's just too much so i started doing a bit of research and i realized maybe i started looking at the hero nine now at the last year i remember when that hero nine came out there was a lot of reviews and a lot of people were very frustrated about the, the just the ui the bugginess of everything and me being the software type kind of guy me or being at least in the it industry i could totally see that so it's like all right, I probably shouldn't grab the first version of this. I should wait and wait and wait. And luckily it looks like, and at least knock on wood, the Hero 9 that I have right now with its latest software vision, that thing has been pretty much rock solid. I haven't noticed any problems with it. Yeah, sure, the touchscreen's kind of wonky. But I've been slowly tuning it to where I need it to do, which is all back about that Stealth Camp trip. It's that shakedown trip. It's not only just was about the gear, but it was like, do I trust myself with the battery that I put on my Sony? Yeah, it, it lasted the entire time. What about recording? Okay, maybe these settings are not right in the GoPro. So so when I'm out at a, at a place that I'm very familiar with, I'm not going to be that bummed about, oh God, I didn't get some certain piece of footage versus, you know, like when I was out in Glastonbury, it was the first time I need to record all this stuff. So yeah, so I looked at the Hero 9 and I liked the auto leveling feature. Like, it was great. It was like, It was like having a gimbal, like the size of my palm. It was perfect. So I brought that out on my trip too. And that's much more lightweight. And and again, it boils down to, you know, when I think about the gear that I want to bring, eventually I'd like to bring more camera gear. But when I think about like reducing and like, what is the bare minimum that I need today? And so it even, it's down to like, how many batteries do I want to carry? All right. Well, for the GoPro, I got like two batteries. That's perfect because I'm also bringing my phone. Well, to charge my phone, I have, like, one of those, like, uh, like battery bricks. Well, I could probably just charge my GoPro off of that. I mean, I'm not going to be going out, like, on a big two- or three-week-long backpacking trip where maybe extra batteries would make a lot more sense. No, I only need two batteries with a brick. Again, combining, you know, lightweight. Not that the brick is super, super lightweight, but it cuts down on the overall stuff that I need to bring. Because, you know, when I did Glastonbury, not only did I bring a lot of batteries, but then I brought like that big brick to charge everything. You know, the smarter decision would have been, well, what if I just brought like a mini USB charger for those batteries? So maybe instead of like four or five GH5 batteries, I could bring two with just a simple charging cable. So it was those kind of things that I think about when it comes down to combining my weight, or not combining my weight, but cutting my weight. So the Stealth Cam trip, it was perfect for that. I had my GoPro. I think I've got the setup that I want there. And it actually turned out to be a decent video. Actually, yeah, I think it's posted. The time you're listening to this, it's definitely on YouTube. Now, whether I rage quit YouTube again and delete all my videos for the time being, it's certainly up there. So if you want to head on over there, you can check it all out. I think i got to update my website for the link. So I'll probably do that after I'm done recording all this. But the trip, the trip was great. Um, you know, I think I did probably five miles the first day and maybe like three the next day and it was fantastic because again I I had nothing crazy that I wanted to photograph out there and a lot of what I photographed was really just the story of the journey like I wasn't looking for anything like oh look at that pretty like you know river you know what could I do to make it look better and spend a couple hours taking that picture no it's sort of like a borderline between snapshots And, you know, decent photography or whatever. I don't really know how you really would say that. But, you know, I have just my camera just attached to a clip. And it's just my 50 millimeter. And that's the other thing I realized. Most of my pictures now, I'm just bringing my 50 millimeter. Once I feel like I've got all my gear all like lined up and, you know, figured out, you know, maybe then I'll start doing things like, well, maybe I can bring my wide angle lens. Now that I get all my gear dialed in and I'm used to that weight being on my back, I may do something like that, but for now, it's like I'll just bring my 50 millimeter. Sure, maybe I gotta walk away farther to get the better picture, but for everything that I need to do, I find that the photos that I'm getting out of my 50 millimeter are just fine. And I actually really enjoy the quality that I get out of my, out, out of that out of that lens that I'm using. So obviously, so for me, yeah, the shakedown trip went fine. I was certainly, I definitely got a lot of opportunities to take pictures. I spent a lot of time using the self-timer feature, which I've been, you know, for my weekly hike, that was sort of another goal of it, was, sure, I could go up there with my iPhone, like, go on these hikes on my iPhone and take selfies, but I'm like, I got a decent camera, it's got a timer on it, what if I use that instead? You know, for that for that trip, for my stealth camp trip, it was great, you know, I started learning some better techniques, like, sure, the pictures are slightly staged, but... It tells more of a story for me. So when I go back and I look at these photos, you know, there's a photo of me and my dog sitting in front of a tent or my dog on a little tiny bridge or just me sitting there having lunch. Yeah, it is partially staged, but it's not like it wasn't like I was not doing that thing at the time, but it's more like I want to capture this. I want a photo of this. So, you know, see, so you do what you got to do to get those pictures that you need. So the other thing that I started working on as well um, you know, I dropped all these projects and my goal has been to do a lot of these things during the week in the morning, since I don't really need, since I'm an early riser anyways, I got a few hours in the morning that I can actually do whatever I need to do. You know, that includes video editing, photo, photo editing. And when it comes to photo editing, I'm not like one of those people. I don't, I don't spend hours like just trying to tweak on one photograph. I don't know if I'll ever be one of those people. When I go through all my photos, I'm I'm pretty much just looking for the better photographs or at least, you know, are they in focus? Do they tell some kind of stories? And does the photo in of itself grab me? I'll do some basic edits, of course, but I won't spend a whole lot of time on it. It's just enough to be, okay, the picture looks better, but it's not over-edited. So I do all that stuff during the week. I've got my routine now a little bit about like getting my videos out there as well. So, you know, that's why it brings me back to, you know, doing this podcasting because I'm like, okay, the routine is starting to be developed, which meant like now I have my weekends to do the things that I want to do. So Saturdays are really my big hiking trips. I'll talk more about that probably in the next um, podcast because I got another hiking trip coming up. So now on Sunday, so this past Sunday, I was like, you know, I still want to do bird photography. I really still, I still really enjoyed that. And I did a lot of that last year, actually. I really enjoyed that where I spent a bunch of time in a local pond. I'd go out there once a week or least really tried to get out there once a week on a boat. But my previous position was just like, it was just brutal. Like I just, my mind was never fully focused on the picture's. The trips were good because I learned a lot about the gear that I wanted and I needed. Now, I already had the lens, although I would like a bigger lens. Like right now, I have a 100 to 400 millimeter lens, which does a decent enough job. But I would like a nice 600 millimeter. But if you ever, if anybody looks at the prices of those, they're, they're crazy, crazy expensive. And I don't have the money for that just yet. So until I do that, I can at least work on all the pieces of gear around it. I had bought some of that stuff, like I bought like a, um, like a gimbal head, I guess you can call it, I don't really remember what, what what it is right now, I should have probably wrote that down before I started recording, but if, uh, kind of like a gimbal, like a gimbal head, so that way, you know, you can imagine having my lens attached to this, so it will swivel from like right to left, but up and down, like in any direction I needed to go in, without me having to hold it. Carrying any of this gear, it's actually pretty heavy. And I did, actually, did I do, I did do like a photography trip early this year. Like I put it on my backpack and the place I went was kind of like a huge, huge letdown. You know, coming back to like, do I really need to go far for these things? No, I don't because I feel like I have that, again, that added extra pressure. Like now I really have to get that photo without really being totally familiar with the gear and the setup and, you know, removing those thoughts from my mind. So where I can, I'm more focused on an area. Now, when it comes to bird photography, at least for me, I, I figure I got to get used to an area, like I an area. I, I need to know where all where all the things are, like, where are all the birds basically hanging out. So do I want to be driving like two hours to get to a place? No, not particularly. There's a place that's 15 minutes from my house that I can go to. So I ended up doing that on Sunday. It was a little, the gear was a little bit heavy. But again, when it comes back to like me, you know, I just did that stealth camp trip. I was starting to get used to, you know, that weight on my shoulders. I've been doing that, like, that, that weekly hike as well, so a little bit. So my shoulders already are kind of, like, toughened up enough where, like, okay, I can add that extra weight now, and it's not going to beat down on me for a little while. And I knew roughly where I was going to go, so there's like, there's, like, a local conservation land near me, and there's, like, a nice little pond that I had fun- When I say I found it, it's not like there weren't trails and everybody knew about it, but... I explored the area enough to be like, oh, right, there's a pond out there. So I packed up just my camera, just the lens. I did bring a chair because I realized when I want to be out there for doing the bird photography, I think my goal would be to find a spot and just sit there and wait. You know, let let things calm down, you know, just let nature come back to me. So I brought my chair. I brought like a much heavier lens or um, a much heavier uh, tripod. Just on a slight aside before I finish my thought, I do try to edit out all the, all the silent parts in here, but I always find it funny that when I'm recording, my dogs will always find that that is the time that they need to get up, walk around and drink water. Like I can be working like down here and I have again, all the dogs in the same place I'm recording. They'll lay there for still for hours. I I, I always find it funny. Like they know, like, oh, he has the mic. He's recording. I want to be on cam. I want to be on the, on the podcast too. Anyways, so I brought so back to so the for, for the bird photography, you know, I had all my gear, I had like I had everything. It was a little heavy, but again, the lessons I had the lessons that I had learned about like reducing my gear and getting to like the bare minimum applied to the same situation. So I brought the minimum one I needed. I didn't need like all of these batteries. I didn't need a lot of. I didn't need much. I just needed my one lens, my camera, a chair, and the tripod and the gimbal head to go with it. So brought all that stuff out there. I hiked to the the, to the pond. And then the chair was nice too. I brought that as well and I I got out there too. And it's one of those chairs that it folds up so it's nice. So it fits like right in my backpack. And I had used it once before last year and I realized when you put the thing on the ground it actually sank in the ground. So I'm out there, right? I've got the chair, I set it all up, I'm trying to put this new, like, contraption thing underneath it to prevent the chair from sinking, but I couldn't get it to be in place, like, the I can hear the birds, the birds are all over the place, I'm like, that, well, that kind of fit, I, I took the chair, and, or the piece that I was trying to attach, and I threw that off to the side on my back of my backpack, I went and sit in the chair, and I fell over backwards, the thing sank, and I was like, I'll oh, forget all this, and whatever, it was kind of like a comedy of errors, you know, again, that little bit of a type of a shakedown type thing there as well. But I, you know, I'm familiar with the area. I was familiar with the gear. So it was, it was totally, totally fine. But I did manage at the end of the day to at least get one decent photograph. Everybody knows probably, or at least I'm sure many people know about Canadian geese or whatever. They're definitely very common around here. They're probably very common everywhere, but they were like all over the place. But while I was out there and, you know, prepped and kind of put on my stuff, they were having a, some of the Canadian geese were, they were basically having a bit of a spat out there. It was kind of not amusing, but photography-wise, it was a great opportunity. Sure, they're common; they're a common bird that's hanging around, but I managed to get a picture of them basically fighting. Where one of the geese, it looks like they almost formed a U, where like you got their the, their beak in their... Are in their, in their, in their legs or whatever are like perpendicular or parallel to each other as it's coming into attack. Basically the other geese or goose that was kind of either invading their territory or maybe they were protecting the young, most likely they are probably protecting the young. I don't know how territorial they are as a bird, but they were definitely loud. They were honking out there. It was great. You know, so I got the, kind of a nice picture, which is on my website as well, you know, shameless self-promotion. So, you head on over there I don't remember there's probably like a bird link or something like that that you can click on and it will have all the birds of the local conservation land so nice thing is I'm probably gonna hit that up probably each week as long as you know the weather holds up I mean um I don't want to say I don't mind hiking in bad weather but gear is expensive and if i wake up and it's an absolute downpour, I, you know, i'm not going to be going out there. You know, sure it might make for decent photos, but even the birds are not going to even be that active. When it comes to hiking, it's the same thing. I don't mind, you know, i'll bring enough gear to be sure that if the weather turns bad, i'll be okay. But you know, if the entire day is going to be all about downpours or, you know, blizzard, thunderstorms, I'm probably not going to be intentionally go out there, but I'm prepared to be out there if those situations happen, if that makes any sense. So so overall, I think the bird trip uh, went well. You know, the one lesson I definitely learned is I actually ended up shooting into the sun, which was not a good idea. So I spent a lot of time covering my eyes as well. So I think on the next trip, I'm going to go back to probably that same pond, but I'm going to walk around to the other side of it and find a decent spot. And then from there, hopefully, you know, maybe get some decent pictures. I'll have to make sure that the weather's okay for the day. But not shooting into the sun would probably be a good thing. Because then at least I'm not, like, shielding my eyes all the time. And, you know, risking, you know, sunburn the entire time I'm sitting there. But, man, it felt good. It felt really, really good to get out there and take those pictures. It felt good to finally get out there and do that stealth camp trip. Again, it's, it's, it's all about... Just getting myself into the positions to, to, to actually get those pitchers in. I mean, my pictures will never be award winning, but I like to think I take like a, a decent enough pitcher. When it comes to like my weekly hiking trip, it's the same thing. It's getting used to the gear. It's getting used to like, okay, this is all the the one lens, the one battery, you know, just the, the minimum of what I need and then just getting used to it. But putting myself out there into opportunities. My weekly hiking trip that I do before work, you know, maybe I only take one or two pictures and, you know, one picture is usually of me, you know, like wherever I am, you know, wherever I ended the hike for the day, uh, at least the halfway point or, you know, before I turn back, you know, there's a picture of me of whatever scene that's there. And it's all about telling that story. It's it's how did I get there? I'm not, you know, I'm not in I'm not filming that daily hike because I don't really it's not it's not a necessity even this last trip I took, you know, when I went out, um, the other day to do my weekly, like, I guess we'll call it even so much as a training hike. I got to the top and there was like this rock mound. And like, I realized somebody had put like a painted rock in there said, believe. And it was like, it was great. You know, now if I hadn't got out there to take that hike, I would have never been in the position to get that picture. Now I haven't edited the pictures. I don't, I've gotten to the point where now I just take the pictures during the week and then I start looking on Monday. You know, I'll start the routine next week where it will be like, okay. On Mondays, I go through all my photos. You know, I will have uploaded them on Sunday. Like I'll organize that all because I did learn that lesson. I don't want to be organizing during the time I need to be editing. So, you know, Sundays, right? So take a step back. So on Sundays, I'll take all my pictures and I organize them. I put them in all the folders they need to be. And I'm like, okay, we're good to go there. And then Mondays, I'll go through them all because I've made a list of like all the places I need to edit, or at least all the photographs that I that I need, or at least all the categories, subjects, you know, whatever however you want to word that. Those all need to be edited. Then Tuesdays now have become like, okay, I'm just going to commit to just two hours, two quick hours, hours an hour, but I don't know why I said quick. So I have two hours or so where I'll go through my videos and I'll edit it all up, and then I'll, you know process it, and then I'll upload it. And then now it looks like, okay, so now it's like Thursday for me. So today would be the day I probably hopefully record and potentially edit my podcast so then it's all good to go. Again, nothing crazy. You know, the bare minimum, get everything edited, get everything all put together, building those routines, understanding my gear to set myself up, I guess, for better success. Everything that I do, I need to put myself in that position to succeed. Whether it becomes, you know, filming with my GoPro, so I have some decent videos, I'm never gonna get better at video editing if I'm never given the opportunity, giving myself those opportunities to edit those videos or edit those pictures, you know, getting better to my editing techniques and getting that eye when I'm out there doing photography, you know, when I'm doing my weekly hike. Sure, I I try to take these pictures, and then I get home, and I'm like, ah, that just didn't work out. There's no regret to be like, well, I'm just going to be out there next week anyway, so I can attempt that picture again. So that way, when I get out to those long-distance areas, or the distances, you know, places where I've never been before, I will know with my eye, be like, those types of photos won't work. But I do know what will work out there, whether it's like sort of like a mini-selfie for myself, or maybe it's the pitch of the trail. Like I will have had those techniques kind of burned into me when it comes to backpacking. I have the gear. I know what I need. So a couple shakedown trips would be like, okay, I know what's the minimum gear that I need out here. Do I need that extra piece of equipment or was I fine? You know, what mistakes did I made? And so again, the more I do those things, the better I hope I'll succeed. So I think with that, I'm going to wrap up this podcast for this week. Um, I've got some trips, uh i got a trip coming up this saturday um i got like this weird look like, mini virtual race as well so i'll be bringing my camera along uh, for all of those and will luck we'll see how it all goes hopefully i get a good picture or two and can tell a good story here or there so anyways thank you everybody for listening so hopefully um i'll be back on a little bit more of a regular basis and uh yeah i'll catch you all on the flip side